Raymond's got it left sideline. Let the celebration begin. With four titles in the last eight years, the run is not done. The Golden State Warriors, once again, are NBA champions. So Jordan, your first NBA Finals, your first championship, you answered the bell, and how was it? <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's an amazing experience. We were ever here to do it in TD, which is in a, a historic um, arena. It's been a fight all year. And we believed since day one. And shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to our vets. Shout out to the coaching staff. Shout out to the organization. Shout out to everybody who came in to work since day one, man. It paid off. It feels, it feels amazing. The defense is going to be talked about, and it was brilliant. But how good did it feel to see 19 threes go in and everybody hitting threes, you included? I felt, and I told Jim, once the threes started flowing, here come the dubs, and I don't think Boston had an answer for that. Yeah, man, I said a couple a couple days ago that we had an offensive explosion coming, and we still gave up some that were wide open, and guys just came to step up today. And to close that game on the road, you can't ask for anything better than this. Can you think about at 22 you've got an NBA championship ring coming your way? <laughs> I mean, is it even sunk in for someone who's has had this ascendancy towards the end of last year and Bro, then the I year can't. you've had? I can't. I have... I, I would have never guessed. Man, shout out to this special group of players, man. Everybody on our team, bro, they're so special, and I wouldn't be here without them. Jordan, this was your 22nd playoff game, obviously six here in the finals. Your stats in the playoffs actually read better than the regular season. You shot over 50% in these 22 games that you played, including the finals. You were just under 40% from three-point range. It, it seems like the nerves never got to you. You seem, you know, we remember at Chase Center with those two threes in about six seconds. How did you feel throughout this entire series? Were you that relaxed? Since day one, I walked into the facility. I told CD I wanted to be ready to make an impact in the playoffs. That was a that was a, the goal. I don't know if we'd be able to win it, or I just wanted to be out there on the court to make an impact, and I had two years to prepare for that. Um, and it paid off every single day. Every question, every every late night workout, every early morning workout, everything just paid off. Uh, two years just grinding, and um, I felt like I was ready to be here for the moment. Shout out to my team, and we did it. <laughs> I, I, Jordan, I love your quickness and your ability to get to the basket, and I thought it was very smart when Robert Williams the third was out of the game, and all of a sudden you say, hey, I think I can take it inside. And you yeah. go, one of your classic reverse layups with that little spin yeah. i call the reverse layup i used to do that myself it was yeah. my best shot i loved it yeah. and you do it very very well yes, congratulations sir. appreciate you hey get up there with your teammates yes, lisa salters will handle the trophy presentation we'll step aside right now the golden state warriors team owners joe lakeup and peter goober and head coach steve kerr is nba deputy commissioner mark Tate. thank you so much lisa what a phenomenal series and a great way to cap off the 75th NBA anniversary season. To the fans of Boston, the Bay Area, and fans around the world, thank you all for being a part of it. Congratulations to the Boston Celtics, the Eastern Conference champions, on a terrific season. And now the Golden State Warriors. 
six NBA Finals in eight years, four NBA championships, a remarkable run by any measure that only a handful of teams in the history of NBA have accomplished. To Joe Lacob, to Peter Goober, to Coach Kerr, to Bob Myers, to all you great players, the coaches, and the entire Golden State Warriors organization, congratulations. You are the 2022 NBA champions. They have a case on the stage that they're going to put the trophy in that will travel back to the bay. And Lisa Salters is going to move in and talk to Joe, Joe Lacob right now. When you purchased the team back in 2010, <laughs> when you purchased the team back in 2010, you said you wanted to, to reach the level of success of the Lakers and the Celtics. What, is it, what does it mean to you to be handed that trophy again? I mean, it means the world. I, I just want to give all the credit to these players and these coaches this is probably the most meaningful one because we came back, the last two years were very difficult, and what they've had to go through, the injuries, fantastic, and I love every one of them for what they've done. Peter, let me ask you, as you watch this team throughout the season, what to you made it so special? It makes it special, they never give up, never give in, go all the way. On the parquet floor, two Boston guys winning at the Garden. <laughs> Congratulations to you. Coach Kerr, four championships, Steve, in the last eight seasons with the same core guys. What does that say about this group? Uh, well, number one, it says that the guy who put together this group did an amazing job, and I, I'd like Bob Myers to be recognized. He never gets enough credit. Bob, come on up. He's the guy who put the team together. Bob, it's not easy. It's not easy to repeat success, to keep everyone happy, uh, to keep the gang together. Just how have you been able to do that with this team? Well, you know, you didn't ask this, but I want to thank all our wives and kids. It is not easy supporting us all year long, but it's the players. It's Steve, it's the players, it's Joe for supporting us. Um, I'm thankful, Lisa, to just have been with these three guys basically my whole career. So it's a, it's a blessing every day. Congratulations to you. And I have one more for you, Steve. This is now your ninth ring. Ninth ring. Five as a player, four now as a coach. Uh, these journeys are always imperfectly perfect. Where do you rank this journey? This might be the most unlikely one of all. Um, but I've just been blessed. I, I hang around superstars. If you hang around superstars, good things happen. And that guy Curry, wherever he is, there he is right there. Go talk to him. He's the reason for all this. All right, thank you, Steve. Congratulations. Now let's bring back Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum to present the 2022 Bill Russell NBA Finals Most Valuable Player Award. Thank you, Lisa. He's a four-time NBA champion, a two-time league MVP, a member of our 75th anniversary team, and for the first time ever, He's an NBA Finals MVP. The 2022 Bill Russell NBA Finals MVP award goes to Stephen Curry.
the Warriors having so much fun with this because they're fully aware of the idea that Steph's legacy wasn't cemented until he won a finals MVP. This is one of the greatest players in the history of this sport in 75 years. Add more hardware to the mantle for the incomparable Wardell Stephen Curry II. And you mentioned it, Jim, over 30 points a game, 34 in the final game, 6 of 11 on threes. And Lisa Salter's talking to Steph. It means we won. It means we uh, took advantage of the opportunity to get back here. And I mean, I hear all the conversations. I hear all the chatter. We hear all the chatter. At the end of the day, it's about what we do on the floor. I ain't got to talk about it. Just got to go do it. And uh, that's what this is about. You said it during our post-game interview just three seasons ago. You guys had the worst record in the league. At what point did you believe that you could be back up here on the you always had a doubt, but you know how long the road is to, to, uh, to get back here because of how hard it is to win on this level. Boston's a great team. Every team we played in the West is a great team. But we found a way to just get it done. And uh, Everybody on the stage had a part in this, from the front office, coaches, players. At the beginning of the year, what were they saying? We weren't even on the radar. And now we're here with two trophies, and this, it means a lot. It means Every championship journey is different. How would you describe how would you describe this one? Just combining our championship pedigree and our experience with some fresh energy, some guys that are really hungry to take their next step. Uh, but we've built this for 10, 11 years. And that means a whole lot when you get to the stage because you know how to win. And everybody who's been a part of this knows what that's about. So this is uh this one hits different. This one hits different for sure. Congratulations to you Steph. Where's Clay? Come on up here, Clay. After 941 days, Clay Thompson came back against Cleveland, and now he's a champion again. In the last three years, what does it feel like to be a champion again? Oh, man. I mean, two years off, it wasn't really off. Watching the finals and the playoffs last couple years would kill me. And just to be back on this stage, I'm so thankful for my teammates. The start they had this year, 18 and two, it really laid the foundation for what was to come. And it's crazy. I'm on a, I'm on cloud 109 right now. At least I don't even know what to say. The, the times that you told us that it was hard to see this, when your foot was in a cast, when your leg was atrophied from surgery, how were you able to push through to focus on what could be getting back here? Well, uh, I had to have my big bro talk me off the ledge a few times. I couldn't drive. I couldn't do nothing. I was immobilized. And I'm such an athletic person. I love to be mobile. And he would just tell me, patience, patience. It's going to all pay off. Shout out to Seth as well, my little bro Trace. I mean, there's some dog days. There's a lot of tears shed on the bench. Steph talking me, talking me right, and even Draymond, and just leaning on those guys. Andre, I'm just thankful to be here, man. This is crazy. I can't even believe it. I knew it was a possibility to see it in real time. Holy cannoli. This is crazy. Holy cannoli. What do you think you'll remember most about this journey? About the journey? Probably the dog days in Santa Cruz. It was me and Wise down there. We was playing a lot of pickup. I was getting busted up by our G League team, and I had to take it on the chest. I knew it would pay off. So to be here again, is I'm so proud of every single person in this organization. This is crazy. And shout out to my Bahamian family in Nassau watching, my family in Vancouver, Washington. I love y'all. Can't wait to celebrate you guys, with you guys yeah. this summer. Congratulations to you, Clay. Draymond, where are you? 
Draymond Green's going to get the final word here in Boston. He has been the lightning rod, but he was fantastic Draymond, in game six tonight with 12 points, 12 rebounds, and eight assists in 42 minutes. To get this title here in this building. It means a lot. Uh, this, this, this fan base gave me a hard time, really hard time. And to come here and get a win is awesome. I appreciate this fan base. They, they brought incredible energy. Got to give kudos to them. But we did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. It's what we do. Welcome back. You had a lot of personal ups and downs in this series. What do you think you learned about yourself in this series? I didn't learn anything about myself. I've been knew I was resilient. Maybe they thought otherwise, but I've been, I, I, nobody, nobody gave me this. I had to work every second of my life to get to this point. So I didn't learn much, but I'm a four-time champion with my brothers. You guys all, you all wanted this so much for Clay. How come? I mean, you watch what he went through the last two years, and it's, you know, it's, it's no surprise we sucked when he was out. And, you know, for him to battle back, come back January 9th, all the talk, he can't move, he's washed, he's this, he's that. My brother's a champion. That guy there, Clay, he don't lose. And we needed him back to do this. He's back, we back. It's a beautiful thing. Congratulations to you, Draymond. Thank you. Thank you. Andrew Wiggins. The rookie of the year, the number one pick overall, the acquisition for Minnesota that started the resurgence, Andrew Wiggins is now this a is champion. This is something that you have dreamt about your entire life. How does the reality that you are now a champion, how does that compare? God, glory to God. You know, this is a dream come true. Um, you know, I wouldn't be here without my teammates and, you know, everyone around me. So I'm just enjoying the moment. I'm loving it. Why were you such a perfect fit for the Golden State Warriors? Uh, I want to win. You know, that's what they do here at Golden State. They win. Uh, so, they, you know, they brought me along, and, you know, now we're winning together, and I'm just happy to be here. When you first got traded, you told me that you were... <laughs> when you first got traded, you told me that you were just so much looking forward to learning from Draymond and Steph and Clay about what it takes to be a champion. What do you think you learned? It's hard. You know, this is every day. You know, every day is hard work, preparing yourself. What we're doing in November, you know, December, January, that prepares us for this moment in June. Um, so I'm thankful for those guys. Congratulations to you, Andrew. You are NBA champion. Thank you. Congratulations once again to all of the Golden State Warriors, the 2022 NBA champions and finals MVP, Steph Curry. Congratulations to you all. So that'll do it for the trophy presentation. Jim Barnett, I believe we had Tim Roy on the line as well. And the three of us have been through all of this together. And to think about where the Warriors have come to where the Warriors are now <laughs> is something else. Timmy, what would you think of that one? You know, uh, first of all, you guys sounded great all night. And it was a great call, uh, Bob. I appreciate it. Uh, you doing such a great job filling in um yeah I, I a couple of things struck me one was that everybody throughout the series a lot of the talking people um they constantly mentioned that you know boston's a better team and i never thought that 
You know, the Warriors were deeper. Everybody said, well, it's their worst team. Well, yeah, because, well, in part because Durant was there. And in 15 and 16, they had a loaded bench. But, but this team had a lot of guys that, that did great things. I mean, Jordan Poole coming off the bench. How many teams have a guy like that? How many teams have a guy like Gary Payton the second that changed the game? I thought this was wonderful. I thought it was a, a great vindication of who they are and what their culture stands for and the fact that the last two years were more about injury than anything else. There was, it was, you know, I, I'm just so happy for all of them because they worked so hard to get that. I'm happy for Steph. He got validation. I'm happy for Clay to go with he went through. I'm happy for Draymond to put up with You know, he makes his own bed sometimes, but he, he, you know, he had his best game in the series tonight. And so um, I, I'm just thrilled that all those guys with the hard work, Steve Kerr, all the great things that he's done with his staff this year, that, um, that they got validated by this. It was really, really something to watch. You know, th- this is a, a roster that is built, I think, in a very interesting way, Jim. When you think of Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Andre Iguodala are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Then you have the puppies. James Wiseman was injured this year, but Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody. And then you have the grinders, like the real pros. And here's Nemanja Bialica and Otto Porter and GP2 and Damian Lee and Juan Toscano-Anderson. So all contribute. Hall, hall of Famers, yeah. grinders, and puppies. And they've all come together with the chemistry and camaraderie that Tim is talking about that embodies the warrior culture. Yeah. It's not about selfishness. It's not about me, me, me. It's not about stats. It's about how you play together on offense and defense and win for the ultimate prize and to pursue the ultimate prize. And, and I think that goes to the coaching staff where Steve Kerr empowers Mike Brown and Kenny Atkinson and Absolutely. Chris DeMarco and so many guys. Empowers everybody. And, and it's just, I, I agree with Tim, when this wins, this is what you want sports to be. And I, you know when you're playing on a team and the superstars will share the ball with you. And that's what Steph Curry will do. If you're open, he's going to give you the ball. It's, it's a pleasure to play that kind of basketball, Bob. You, you share the basketball. You share the fortunes. And, you know, tonight, the Celtics, it looked like they came out, you know, they, they jumped out to that 12-2 lead. Uh, but the Warriors just turned around with those runs. They had a 21 to nothing run that bridged the first quarter into the early moments of the second quarter. They know how to do that because – you know, the big three, when you're talking about Thompson, Curry, and Draymond, they have around 150 playoff games. They've got over 20 finals games. They've won 21 finals games to separate themselves from anybody in the last 30 years. Exactly. And so that experience really showed in this series. Um, it, it showed, you know, like with the Celtics. We know Jason Tatum is a great basketball player, but he's had a couple of tough you know, the last couple of games, real tough for him. And tonight, he only had a two-point second half. He finished with uh, 13 points, two of them in the second half. And that's, Tim, where we have to talk about Andrew Wiggins. I, I don't know what people watch sometimes. When you're the number one pick and you win the rookie of the year and you're pretty much a 20-point scorer and you're in your mid-20s, I, didn't, I never got the idea of why Wiggins is not some good player. And I was so excited when he became a warrior because oh. they needed a small forward. 
And how about Wiggins, 18-8 and eight in the finals and guarding Tatum and just the playoff run and the season, his first All-Star year for Andrew Wiggins. I, I couldn't be more thrilled for him. What, what was your thought on where he fit in and what he has meant to the Dubs? Well, it, it just shows you the genius of the Warriors, right? So they're, you know, the team's in disarray. Kevin Durant's hurt. Klay Thompson's hurt. They've just lost the finals. Kevin Durant has let the team know, I'm leaving. I'm going to take a free agent contract. What do they do? They say, okay. They go to Kevin Durant and say, hey, we know this is not you know, normal, but would you take a sign and trade? Because what they, they want to get an asset to come back. They get the D'Angelo Russell, Bob Myers, Joe Lego, Peter Gruber. They get this deal done. They get D'Angelo Russell. Obviously, he didn't fit with the way, the way the Warriors want to play. But he fits in Minnesota, right? So they flip him to Minnesota. They get Wiggins and Kaminga. And now you get Wiggins. And Ron Adams brings him in the gym like the first day and says, we can make you an elite defender. We're gonna, you have to want to do this. And Wiggins who wants to be coached in his heart and soul, takes that, and look at him now. He's an elite defender. I mean, he took on one of the best wing players in the league and made him uncomfortable almost the entire series. Uh, it's just It just fits with what the Warriors love to do. And I'm so happy for Andrew Wiggins because he's found his best destiny as a Golden State Warrior. I think that's incredibly well said, Timmy. And, Jim, I, I, I think when Andre Iguodala came to the Warriors, when JaVale McGee came to the Warriors, when David West came to the Warriors, when Sean Livingston came to the Warriors, and now when Andrew Wiggins has come to the Warriors, you will play hard on this team. You will play the right way. You will appreciate and be appreciated. And I think that's what team sports is about, and that's why you see – guys give the very best they have in a warrior uniform i don't think this is by accident and it has a lot to do with steph and clay and draymond and it has a lot to do when your superstar acts like he's one of the right, guys right tim duncan did it in san antonio steph curry has done it with the warriors he sets the tone everyone else follows and i said it in the waning seconds the run is not done four titles in eight years and you still have wiseman kaminga and moody and it sure looks like Curry, Clay, and Draymond have a little more left in the tank. Without question. I, I don't think they're going to stop here. I want to say something about Wiggins, though, because his best, you know, the, the first round against Denver, the second round against Memphis, the conference finals against Dallas, and now the NBA finals. He played his best ball in the NBA finals. Yep. Better than any of those others. He picked up. He wasn't very good against Denver in that series. And in Memphis, Averaged uh, 15 points a game. Didn't shoot the ball well. Uh, finals against Dallas, he was better. But in the finals here, his rebounding was the best that it's been in all four rounds. He did it in the finals. And he also averaged 18.5 points a game in these finals. Uh, he, he just was absolutely tremendous in the clutch here. And, you know, he came through in the clutch. And they didn't have to just solely depend on Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Andrew Wiggins is the first former number one pick since 1966 with his first all-star selection and first title with the team he didn't debut with. Wow. Yeah. Ever. How about that? I've got another one. I've got another one for you. So the Warriors have won a title seven years after they won their first title, right? 2015, yep. 2022. Here are the teams in the NBA in their history 
that have won a title with the same core seven years apart. Obviously, Bill Russell and the Celtics, all right? Magic and the Lakers, Jordan and the Bulls, Duncan and the Spurs, and now Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and the Warriors. That's where this team has ascended to. You know, we're looking at a team that is one of the great teams of all time, not just in the NBA, but in American sports. And, you know, uh, it's, it's an amazing that we've all been there for this ride. You know, we went through some down years, obviously, as announcers, but we're still working in the NBA. That's a, a great job. But to be able to yeah, call wait a minute, these... Tim. Down years, we had one playoff season in 18 <laughs> years. <laughs> I didn't say how we, many. We had two down decades. I didn't say decades. how many. But, <laughs> but you know, the the privilege that we have had to call these Absolutely. games and to work with this this group, this front office, this ownership group, it's, it's, it's outstanding. It's a broadcaster's dream. Well, there's no doubt about it, and that's where, you know, if you could have had it the other way, you know, where you have six finals in eight years, four titles in eight years, and then you, you have one playoffs in 18 years, I, I like the way it happened. I'll take the scar tissue first and then enjoying the ride right now as we are and we have, you know, and get to do it with you, Timmy, and get to do it with Jim and adding Kalena to the mix. I mean, it just we, – we have the greatest job in sports because we get to see Steve Kerr and Bob Myers and Joe Lacob and Steph Curry and Clay and Draymond. And I, I want a, a thought on the guy who joined us. And this is – what a great kid this is. Before the celebration that Jordan Poole would put a headset on and, and come spend some time with us. You know, Jim, we live in a fast-food society. Everyone wants to make a snap judgment right away. Right. Uh, I'm sort of glad people gave Jordan Poole three seasons to see if he was a good player or not as the 28th pick in the draft because he was absolutely instrumental this year in the non-Curry minutes. The emergence of Jordan Poole saved the day for the Warriors so many times during the season. Yes, and the bright lights did not frighten him at all. No. Um, he is a bright lights player. He, he's still he, he's learned a little bit, uh, you know, his hesitation and go, and you kind of hold your breath sometimes with it. But he seemed in the finals to be much better in control of himself and knew what he was going to do, had a plan, didn't force the issue, uh, didn't force shots like we've seen. And uh, I think he's, he's, his next step, he's got to improve at the defensive end. So, Tim, will people actually enjoy this? Or will it be immediately tomorrow, hey, what does next season look like? You know, Because <laughs> the NBA draft is coming around June 23rd. I know. I know. That's, a, that, that's a crazy thing about working the finals. You get done with the finals, and all of a sudden, oh, the draft's coming up. It's Thursday, right? You know, so the, the, you, you like go into panic mode because you don't know anything about the draft. But um, I will say this. I think, I think this one will be savored more. You know, as you said, Bob, it's it, at the on your call at the end. It, it just it's just one to you know. This is going to be a special one because of where they were after what happened in the finals against Toronto, where they have come back to, and um, I, I think it'll be savored for a little bit. And then you know you have to go about your business. That's a problem for you know for Bob Myers and his staff. They can celebrate tonight, and then tomorrow they got to get right back to work because. There's the draft, and when you draft in the late 20s and, and toward 30, you know, you have to interview a whole bunch of players because you don't know who's going to be there. And so, um, but I think this one will be savored. I think it's going to be savored because of, of how they came back and Steph Curry getting that MVP finally, you know, much deserved. And uh, just, just who they are. It's just a 
it's a fun team to be around. It's a fun team to, to broadcast for. And I'm so lucky and privileged to be able to do it and do it with you guys, guys who are good pros. And I was happy for you guys. You got a chance to do that tonight. I'm thrilled, Bob, you got a chance to call an NBA Finals championship game, and you nailed it, and I'm just happy for you. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll take uh, an Olympic gold medal and a championship in one season, just like Draymond Green, just like Steve Kerr. That, that's good for all of us. Uh, Tim, you have work to do on Monday at the parade. Ooh. So get ready, yeah. my friend, because, you know, when we did this in 2015, it was all brand new. We now all have parade experience. <laughs> so <laughs> how, how, this one will be, how incredible this will be is different because it's in San Francisco. But as we always say, from, you know, Marin to San Jose to the East Bay to Oakland to the city Absolutely. by the bay, hey, we got two football teams, the Raiders left, we got two baseball teams, we got one basketball team, and Dub Nation will be ready for the parade on Monday. Absolutely. And Tim, before it's, it's we go. The base team. The base team. Yeah. Tim, I want to say thank you for letting me tag along with you all year long. Well, thank Jim, you it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to work with you, as you know, and uh, – you know, I get to use all my 60s references when I'm working with you, so I'm happy to pull them, <laughs> dust them off, and pull them out for you. It's, just, it's great. You know, what, you know what? We're lucky. You know, here's the, thing, here's the other thing. That, you know, we're, not only do we get to work with great people on the basketball side, which is not always, you know, sometimes teams are separate, they're different, and, you know, you, sometimes you don't have the access that we have. Um, but when you get to work with, with people that you respect as professionals but also as, as friends, and I tell my group in, in radio all the time, I get to work with people that are friends, and, and that to me, it's the best thing. It never feels like work when I show up at Chase Center. All right, totally well said, Timmy. Hey, we'll give you a big hug when we see you. The parade is Monday. Uh, Jim and I are going to go have some stuff splashed on our head. Or at least uh, imbibe in a couple beverages that I think will be chilled at some point here in Boston. So I have one hundred three to ninety. The final. I have one. I have one request. One request. One final. Go for request. it. I'm sorry to interrupt, but one request. If there's an an unopened bottle in that locker room when you get there, just snag it for me. Okay, just just okay. one bottle. That's all I ask. Um, all but right. anyway, safe, safe trip, and hopefully tomorrow I get back to testing the, as my negative self. There, there you go. All right, that is the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy, joining us. 103-90, to 90, the Warriors win it in six games, the seventh title in franchise history, trailing only the Lakers and the Celtics, the first team since 1985 to win a championship here in Boston, a road team. Lakers did it in 85, the Warriors do it in 2022 and the fourth title in the last eight years after the sixth trip to the finals in the last eight. Steph Curry, the finals MVP, five players in double figures. Jim, it was super fun. It was an incredible trip. I have an idea the party might be good, and the parade on Monday will be even better. Love working with you, Bob. Had, had a lot of fun with you tonight. It uh, takes me back myself. There we go. We'll see all of Dub Nation on Monday for the final parade. The base team is the best team, as Tim likes to say. Again, the run is not done, my friends.